All right, good evening, everybody. It's so good to see everybody out this evening. Oh, everyone's still talking. They're happy. They're happy. All right. I, I, some people might already need to go to sleep. It's past my bedtime. So, you know, I know that walking around at least got the blood flowing a little bit, but we want to welcome you to our service. Um, and we hope and, and pray that you will continue to put God first this new year. Um, and, you know, I don't know what 2015 has been for you. There's probably been a lot of good times and a lot of bad times. But I just want to read a scripture as we start our service, Philippians 3, 12 to 14. And it said, now that I have already obtained it or have already become perfect, but I press on so that I may hold, lay hold of that for which is also I was laid hold of by Christ Jesus. Brethren, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet. But one thing I do is forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So wherever you have done this past year, whether it's been good or bad, even if it's been for the Lord, let's not be comfortable in what we have already done. But let us press on in 2016 and give God our continued best in all that we do. All right? So let's um, start our service in a word of prayer. You know, I'm going to ask to stand again. Sorry, I just feel like, you know, just to stand and ask the Lord to just bless our time together tonight. Father, again, we just thank you for all that you have done. Father, we know that um, there are many things that we can look at in 2015 and say, you know, we could have done a lot better. But Father, we thank you for understanding that every day is a gift from you. Father, even as we turn on our news and Father, we see so many people dying, young and old. Father, we can give thanks because there's no mistake that we are here. And Father, we know that you are the sovereign king. And Father, nothing catches you by surprise. And Father, even tonight, I would pray that if there's one that doesn't know you as Savior, that they would come to know you as Savior. Father, we never know when you're coming back. You never know when it's our last chance. Father, I pray that we won't let the last chance pass us by. Even in this moment, Father, there's one that doesn't know you, because we don't know you can come in this service. And Father, I pray that we'd be prepared. Father, I pray for us who know you as Savior, that we would continue to live our lives pleasing and a living testimony for you, a living sacrifice wherever we go, that we'd be a light that shines bright for you. And Father, I pray that in all things, that we would give you thanks and recognize that it is a gift from you. Father, I pray that you'd be with this service, even as we have time of testimony I pray that we would give testimonies that bring honor and glory to you. And, Father, that we would recognize again, Father, that everything comes from you. Father, there's nothing in our own abilities. There's nothing that we can do, but it's all because of what you have done through us. And we just thank you and we praise you for all you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You may be seated as a success in worship.
Amen. We are going to give you right now the opportunity to come to a roving microphone. We ask you to use a mic and give a testimony, uh, credit to the Lord for answered prayer, for deliverance this year, for uh, peace where there was strife, whatever the case might be. We want to hear from the incredible body of Christ in the next few minutes. I'd ask you each one to try to keep your testimony on the shorter side so the most possible people can share. And don't be bashful. We're family. You don't have to be nervous. We'll bring the mic to you. So who'd like to be first? Just slip your hand up. Yes, Drew Fowler. Or are you going to run a mic? You can give a testimony as you run a mic if you want. <laughs> Who'd be first? Just raise your hand. We've got a microphone to you. Surely, let the redeemed of the Lord say so tonight. Yes, I know this lady in the front row. She would like a microphone. Oh, thank you. I have so much to thank the Lord for. I thank him for such an incredible church family that he's given us with all of you and for the smooth and wonderful adjustment he gave me and each member of our family. I am so thankful to be here with you and I thank him for the opportunity to worship and to grow with you day after day, week after week. Amen. Here, here. Thank you, Lord. Someone else. Testimony to God's goodness tonight. Just slip your hand up. We'll bring you the mic. Yes, Darren. Well, good evening, everyone. Good evening. Well, as you all know, yeah, my life has been very pivotal. Very, very pivotal. <laughs> I feel like I went from single to dating to married to being a dad in a year. That's how it felt. <laughs> um, so it was... Uh, it's quite a journey with uh, my blessed wife by my side, and um, as most of you may know, um, with the pregnancy, it was a bit complicated, and both of us, I decided to stay with the Outer Commission for probably anywhere from eight to ten months, something like that, being out of church and service, so it's just helping us through the process, but God brought us through it all, and for that, I'm very grateful, and we're still in love, still growing, still learning, yeah, marriage, as you all who are married, it is a process. It is a lot of adjustment, and don't get married too early. That's my <laughs> advice. Make sure it's the right person. Make sure you love them. Make sure they definitely love you, and then it should work out. Praise so. the Lord. Thank you. Someone else, the goodness of God. You look back on this year, and you say, my, I need to tell my church family what God did in my life. Who would like to do that? Just slip your hand up, please. Yes. Me? Yes. Um, this year has been the best year of my life. Praise the Lord. I have finally been able to work out the truth of what God says about forgiving us. And he has forgiven me. All my times of walking away from him, because I was afraid what the devil said was true, that he would walk away from me, but he never did. And sometimes I was depressed for three months or four months because I wouldn't go back to God because of that reason. And I have finally been able to say, devil, get lost. I am not going to listen to you with that story anymore. And I've been up ever since I told the devil that. And I pray 
that if I sin again, I won't turn away from God again. And you could pray that for me. Sure. Thank you, Anne. And if you didn't pick it up, Anne was saying this best year because she's learned of the um, stellar forgiveness of God in Christ and uh, stopped listening to the lies the adversary would tell her about uh, God uh, not being as forgiving as God truly is. And that's a great lesson for all of us to learn and that we would remain close to him um, through our lives, knowing his grace, knowing his uh, forgiveness because of the cross. Thank you so much. Someone else, to God's glory, you have a testimony to share tonight. You may not have come here tonight thinking you'd say anything, but the Spirit of God is saying, you need to stand up and say something right now. Who is that person? Slip your hand up, please. Yes, Joy. Thank, thank you so much, Lord. It's just the support this year, and you know, church support, family support, and just overall, just a lot of support, and not expected. And sometimes I ask myself, well, why do you doubt you? So it's just teaching me that, and you have to be reminded every day and every day, you know, Lord, you are here for me. You really do love me. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Just before you give the mic up, you uh, are being prayed for by many of us concerning your trip to Spain in the spring. How is the support level coming? Um, Really good. We haven't, a lot of people came up and are just giving us money and giving me money and I'll pass it on to her because she's going to put it on the counter. But right now I'm still at 75% because she hasn't put it up yet, but I know that means I'll just be like almost be done, almost 100%. So thank you guys so much. You've just been really supportive and I'm so thankful to God for you. So Give the Lord the glory for this support coming in. Yeah. It was Hudson Taylor who said God's work. Uh, God, done in God's way for God's glory will never lack God's supply. That applies to our local church as well, of course. Someone else, testimony to the Lord, to his goodness, to his greatness, answered prayer, protection. Who has something to say tonight? Yes. Bursell, how are I'm, you? Fine, thank you, sir. I am very grateful to everybody in Calvary Bible Church who contributed repeated to me what I was uh, having my cancer treatment and still praying for me my mother and my father and everybody that still praying for me and you too It's part of the privilege and responsibility of being in the family of God. The Christian life is not a solo sport. It's a team sport, right? And so we uh, pray for those who need prayer, and we will continue to pray for Bursell Jr. in his cancer treatments. God is a prayer-answering God with the perfect plan and purpose in each of our lives. Someone else, just slip your hand up. We'll get you a microphone. Yes, Teresa. I would like to thank God. But God is in his faithfulness at always provided and come through for me when things were crazy. When I thought at times now, what next? Who's next? How next? When next? Where next? But God has always say, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Just trust me. And in trusting God, I've seen doors open. And I come to say now, I no longer say God open doors. He kicks them down. <laughs> and when he kicks them down, there's no repairs. And I just thank him for his faithfulness. Amen. 
presence and the comfort of the Lord in the, in the roller coasters and uncertainties of life. Uh, can we still keep praying for a car for you? Yes, pray for our sister to have a, a dependable car provided by the Lord. Someone else, you have something to say. You have something to say. God wants you to raise up from your feet to take the microphone and his strength say something. You're amongst family. Go right ahead. Yes, Brother Anthony. God is good. Amen. And uh, in February, God provided more income for my family in the midst of a terrible uh, economy. God's economy doesn't know any depression. Amen. Amen. Uh, he takes care of his own. Yes. In March, God uh, sent an answer to the prayers of his people who have prayed for many months, our dear pastor Elliot and his family. And I truly thank God for uh, this man of God. Uh, he is a mentor and friend, and uh, he is faithful to the word of God and a good example to the body of Christ. Thank God for answered prayer in that regard as well. Uh, God gave uh, through the generosity of uh, so many of his saints. Uh, he's provided me and my family with a wonderful vacation uh, this past summer. And also he's provided us with additional transportation that was much needed, uh, again, through the generosity of his, his people. And my family and I are so grateful uh, for how God has favored us in the past year. Um, great is his faithfulness. Amen. We can never, ever thank God enough. And uh, we thank God for being able to see growth in the, in the ministry in this past year as well. Um, he has added to us young and old, older uh, people in the music ministry. And we're so thankful that he is a blessing uh, in so many ways. We love you as a family of God here at Calvary Bible Church. And we pray that you would enter 2016 filled with hope and filled with faith filled with the love for God and each other. God bless you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Uh, we can't outgive God. He's got a bigger shovel than ours. And he's faithful to provide for us in ways that we often don't imagine. And so we have time for two more minutes of spontaneous testimony. Yes, uh, Muriel, and then hopefully we can get to Ampu after Muriel. Well, I was sitting here trying to figure out where to begin. Um, I know many of you know that we, um, my side of the family especially, we went through a lot of um, sickness and operations and different things during the year, but I just want to encourage you never to stop praying for your family members, especially those who don't know the Lord, and um, just to lift them up continuously because those who you think, sometimes we think in our mind that, okay, um, this one is pretty close. He goes to church or she goes to church and that, but then here comes the one who pays no attention to that. But um, God has been faithful and through prayer, through sickness, through health, through everything this year, um, I was really thankful that my oldest brother came to know the Lord and I prayed for him for years. Twenty years? Many years. Many years. So I'm thankful for that. And through all, it ha it, you know, God used everything. He used this hurricane. He used everything. And he allows everything for a reason. Yes. So I'm really thankful for that. 
but also in the ways that he continues to work in our family. And I ask that you continue to pray because God allows even whether it's sickness and in health and all those things, he works. And I thank God for that this year. He's a living Lord with the perfect plan. Ampu, let's get you a microphone. Uh, yes, thank you. I thank God for life. I'm still living well. Some of us have already gone on to be with the Lord. And every day that you live, it's a day for you to cherish God and to glorify him. I thank God that I had an opportunity to go back to Malaysia for my mother's one-year memorial. And that was a good time for me because it brought all the family together in memory of my mom. And I have a brother, one and only brother, who we've been praying for for a long time. Over the past few months, I've noticed the kind of Christian messages he keeps sending me, which means that something is happening to him, but I know that my God is an awesome God. And yes. prayers of, of many people, I know Michael and I have been praying for my family for a very long time, and most of them are Hindus, but the way he sends some of the messages, I know something is happening to him. And I've also had the opportunity to meet my classmates of high school classmates. And it's amazing how WhatsApp has been enabling me to share messages with them and they with me. And this has also been a good thing for me because whenever you've lost somebody very near to you, the friends of your past who knew them have come back into your circle to strengthen you. And I think that is such a beautiful thing you know yes. and i had an opportunity to visit my son david earlier in the autumn and spend some time with him and that was necessary for him at that time and you know because he was going through some some changes in his life and i see my daughter uh, getting married was a beautiful thing for her and after she got married, she got baptized, and that is another beautiful thing. I've been praying for her for a very long time. And recently, I was able to visit my friend who lost her husband last year, to be with her and give her comfort with my husband. And I think sometimes life is about relationships and how much you offer of yourself when somebody's hurting. And that we were able to do, despite the fact both of us are retired. And that is a good thing. And I was, I thank God that how he stretches your, your little pension to do some things which other people can't do. And I, it's only God, because I don't know how he managed to do it, but we did it. And I also thank God for the church, for the mini church, for the Saturday prayer group, and my sister Brenda, and the other sisters who keep encouraging me to walk, which means that I need to walk. That is another thing that is something because of friends like Sister Brenda and Sister Val and Sister Shirley. I also thank God for a little catastrophe my son experienced a few weeks ago when his car burned. And thank God he's okay and his children were not in the car, which means that he's going to get a new car. His daughter has been praying for, she's been praying for a blue truck. Hey, Nyla? It's coming, it's coming. So we thank God for all of those things. I mean, we smile about it, but God is an awesome God. And I remember Riley and Nyla prayed for me to grow a garden because Michael is the one with the green thumb. I never had the opportunity to grow anything. And this actually grew something which bore fruit. 
Unfortunately, I didn't pick them in time, so they became overripe. <laughs> so next year we're going to be on a proper, proper um, gardening thing. Yeah, so I thank God. A little closer to Michael at harvest time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry? You, know, you, raise, you raise a lot of things, but let yeah. me just highlight a couple. We, have, we live in a day and age we have tremendous advantage with the technologies we have, email, uh, internet, WhatsApp, um, etc., to use that for God's glory. Second thing is when your grandson's praying for a navy blue truck, I love that because then he'll know when his prayer has been answered. Sometimes we're so vague in our prayers, we never really know when our prayer has been answered. Be specific in prayer. Your daddy in heaven cares for you. And uh, as you walk and abide in his spirit, you can know what to ask for. Adina, I'm going to come back to you in the second segment, but I'm glad your hand went up. We're going to have one more segment of spontaneous testimonies a little later in the service. So if you didn't get to stand to your feet, I'm going to start with Adina Burroughs in the second segment when we come to it. But maybe you want to be quick on the draw to stand to your feet and give a short testimony a little later in this service. But what I'd like us to do right now is to bow our heads in reverence to God and close our eyes so that we're not distracted and maybe fold our hands so that they're not busy and just let us uh, reach out to our loving Lord together in prayer. Lord, we thank and praise you for who you are this New Year's Eve, unchanging, uncreated. You are the God of all power and wisdom. We thank you, Lord, this evening that you are sovereign, you are on your throne. Nothing surprises you, nothing concerns you. You have a plan, and it's a perfect plan. It unfolds on the news each night. It unfolds in the history books. It unfolds in the sweeping trends around the globe. And we thank you that you are sovereign. We thank you, Lord, that you are transcendent. You are over time. You are above time, and yet at the same time you are imminent. You are in time working, and we thank you for your greatness. We adore you this evening for your decrees that are good, your decrees that are perfect. For what you have decided will be done, will be done. You are unstoppable, unshakable. Thank you, God. We thank you, Lord, for your prescriptive will. What you have told us in your word is right and good and safe. And we thank you too, Lord, that in your grace you have a permissive will as well. When we veer off your prescriptive will, you have a permissive will that allows us to come back to you and to bring you glory through repentance and through uh, life change. We thank you, Lord, that you are an electing God. You elected those for salvation before the foundation of the world. Such love, such plan such a purpose and thank you lord that we are among those wonderful ones that beforehand based on no merit of ours you selected us to know and love and serve you trophies of your grace and this evening lord we also want to pause on the edge the cusp of a new year to acknowledge any unconfessed sin in our lives uh, sin maybe that we have just become aware of sin that we have been rationalizing, making excuse for, uh, sin that we have made an idol over you, uh, Lord, we would just ask your spirit to flood the recesses, the nooks and crannies of our hearts and our minds with light to show us anything that isn't right, anything that we have not as yet confessed to you, because you've told us in your word that if we will confess our sin, you are faithful and just 
to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we would just pause before your holy presence uh, to allow you to examine us. And if there would be any unconfessed sin of thought or word or deed, something perhaps we have known we ought to do that we have left undone, or something that we know you have prohibited that we have gone ahead and done, Lord, show us anything that is right now unconfessed, and may we agree with you and call it sin right now in the privacy and silence of prayer. For these sins, for these sins, Jesus has died. He has paid the price for every sin that we have named. We can know that he washes whiter than snow. We can know that as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. We can know that this came at great cost to the Godhead, this cleansing, the life's blood of the Savior, the Redeemer, the Son of God. Thank you, Lord, for making possible an unbroken, unkinked flow of relationship with you. May we keep the slate clean. May we confess sin not just on New Year's Eves or not just on even Lord's Days, but may we confess our sins in 2016 as we become aware of them for you are faithful to convict and to show us when we need to confess. May we not be stubborn or hard-hearted or distracted. Lord, thank you for forgiveness. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for grace. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for your plan for each of our lives that is flawless and individual. Thank you that there are good works prepared beforehand that each of us are to do. Thank you, Lord, for such a detailed, loving, and wise plan for each of our lives. May we redeem the time for the days are evil. Teach us to number our days so that we can apply our hearts to wisdom. And we ask these things in and by and through the name of our Lord and Savior, the head of the incredible body of Christ in Nassau, even the Lord Jesus Christ. And God's people said, Amen. Amen.
Thank you, sister, for that reminder of the tremendous gift of grace. Time to share again. Let's start with Idina. You wanted to share something, sister. Do we have a microphone? Yes, thank you. I've been worshiping here for 51 years, and I, am, I have considered the members of this assembly as family. Yes. And I think the closest are relative, different from Patrick and Pedro, is Charlie Albury. I, I can't I can't get I can't spend him, I can't use him and I can't get rid of him. But <laughs> but he has been a blessing to me. And Charlie know that. For the past two years I've been attending Cleveland Clinic. And uh, when I first started, the doctor told me that uh, my bone marrow wasn't functioning the way it should. And there was a new medication, they're going to use that. And in two years, if it didn't work, there was nothing else they could do. But I know that doctor was not a great physician. I know that there's one higher than, yeah. than that doctor. April coming will make three years since she told me that. So I want to give God all the honor, praise. Yes. That, that is due his name. I have some good days, and I have some bad days. But my good days always outweigh my bad days. So I won't complain. 
I would carry, so until then, I'm going to carry on until he comes or call me home. Yes. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, sister. Good night, Pastor. Yes. Oh, yes. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Kimberly. Hi, good night. Good night, church. Hello. Um, I think that it would be a sin if I were to leave here tonight and not say to you how good the Lord is. Um, Darren would have shared very briefly uh, my encounter over the past year. Um, for those of you who may not have known, um, I've been on bed rest for about seven months um, with my pregnancy with um, our little Alicia. We've had some severe complications, which placed not only my daughter at risk, but also my life as well. And um, I, James says, um, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. I believe in prayer, yes. but I have seen the Lord work in such a tremendous way beyond. He, he has exceeded my expectations in every way, and I have to give him the highest praise because he is the healer. He can do anything, anything. He can exceed your expectations. Yes. I have lived it. I have walked it. I've experienced it, and I know that God is real. And for those of you who have your challenges right now, I can say to you, trust God. Trust the Lord with all of your heart. Don't look to your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all of your ways, and I can guarantee you, I put my life on it. He will make your path straight. I am a living testimony to the healing power of our God, and our daughter is the living testimony of what our God can do. We also want to say thank you, church. I have just recently joined this church after marrying my husband, um, coming from Abundant Life Bible Church, and you have blessed me so much. You didn't even know me, but I've been getting the calls and the visits and the prayers as though I've been here for 20 plus years, and I want to thank you so much for blessing our family and for blessing us, and those of you who have walked so closely with us, I am so grateful so so grateful we love you we thank you we praise god for you and we say in everything to god alone be all the glory honor and praise because it is to him alone we give the glory amen amen, amen. right behind you uh yes is that terrence hello terrence you're such a blessing to see you in, back in church. Good evening. I just want to say thank you very much to the incredible body of Christ tonight uh, for your prayers, your calls, and uh, every uh, word of encouragement that we, uh, my family and I receive over the past couple months. Uh, the choir special was so appropriate tonight. God is unshakable, he's unbreakable, and he's unstoppable. Uh, God's grace is matchless. Yes. Uh, his mercy is endless. And he's all powerful. Yes. And uh, I've experienced that the past several months. And uh, this has been a journey for me. And uh, God continued to, um, every day, uh, become a new and fresh in my life every single day. And I just want to thank him for what he's continued to do. I continue to cover your prayer as uh, I continue on this journey. And I uh, really, really just uh, enjoy all the blessings that, you've, that you have done for us. And, uh, we can't thank thank you enough as a as a family. So again, thank you very much uh, for everything. 
It's our pleasure. To God be the glory. Someone else. Uh, yes, Brother Pastor Errold, right here. Uh, good night, church. Good um, um, I mean, listening to the testimonies tonight, you know, I couldn't sit by and, and let this opportunity pass me by as well to express the, um, um, you know, the, the, the wonderful things God has done for me and my family. Um, a lot of you may have been aware of the last uh, couple of months, my dad was not doing really well. And he was actually spent in about almost two weeks in, in uh, intensive care in the hospital. He had kidney failure. And it was a really scary situation. First time he'd ever really been in the hospital like that. And it was, um, you know, a lot of things the doctors weren't sure what was causing it at first. And, and, and there was so many different things they were trying. So it was a really scary time for us. But, you know, we prayed. And um, I know there was a lot of members from the church here that prayed for us as well. And, and to God be the glory, he's out of, you know, he came out of the hospital and he's doing much better now. He's home. And he's still got a little ways to go, but you know, I mean, like I said, we can see the, the power and the, you know, the healing power of God that comes through pr prayer and faith. And I do appreciate all the prayers that have come from everybody here in the church that helped us through that difficult time. And also even, you know, in my own household this year, God has been good to us. Um, um, you know, Tracy, she completed her PhD earlier this year after a long, arduous journey. She finally did, you know, and um, Jordan, um, you know, he had some great achievements this year with his school and in his, uh, his uh, soccer. And, um, and it's only through um, God's working, I mean, when I get a chance to really explain how things have come together for him. You know, it's only through the grace of God and, and through him working um, and answering to our prayers that we have seen that. And even Garrick is, continues to do well in school. So we um, continue to give God thanks for what he's doing in our family and also express our appreciation for the incredible body of Christ here for your prayers and support over this year as well. Thank you. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Sister Brenda. Well, I really couldn't sit down. I try hard to sit down, but I couldn't sit down. First of all, I want to say we are facing a new year. And I pray, first, another thing is, I want you all to know I love you all. And every time I have a chance to say it, I have to say it. But for this church, as we enter this new year, I pray that we make it a point to get into the Word. Our growth and our strength come in the word. And so I challenge this entire church, spend time in the word. For me, he keeps me excited. And I thank God for what he's doing in my life. Every place I go, they say, well, what happened? I say, like, what? It's just Jesus, the word. So I just want to say, Get into the word, and I thank God for each and every one of you all. Praise the Lord. That is a good word about getting into the word. Thank you. All right, so here's the situation. You've been sitting on the edge of your pew, and Brother Joe Sweeting, you're the last one. As the mic's going to Joe, you say, the last one? I was going to say something. Well, here's the deal. Before you leave the parking lot, while we're watching the fireworks later, you turn to somebody and say, I was going to say something in the assembly, but I didn't get the chance, so here's what I was going to say. You tell somebody before you go home, okay? Brother Joe, what's on your heart? Thank you, Pastor. Good evening, church. Good evening. 
In July of this year, I attended the Gideon's International Convention in San Jose, California. At the convention, three busloads of Gideon's traveled downtown to witness to the shoppers. I went along and the Holy Spirit directed me to a young man. And I was able to lead that young man to Christ. Praise the Lord. Also, in August, I celebrated my 74th birthday. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Brother Joe, do you have a birth certificate to prove yes. that? Yes. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I do, Pastor. Pastor, also, too, um, after the convention, I was able to place a dignitary Bible to the Governor General, Dame Margaret Pendling. It commemorated the second billionth scripture, the Gideon's International Printed. Praise the Lord. And in September, Pastor, after 26 years with check cards, I'm now retired. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In October, my wife and I celebrated our anniversary, wedding anniversary. And in November, Pastor the Gideons, we had our dinner at the British Colonial Hilton. And in December, the Toastmasters hosted the 34th annual J.C. Sweeting Table Tennis Tournament. And, and in 34 years, we had the first Chinese player to play with us. Mm. <laughs> and also in December, Pastor, I hosted the Positive Friends Awards. And Pastor Elliot was one of the Positive Friends who received a trophy at the Cancer Society. And we have Sister Nakira Simonet, who was the chairman. She was there with us. And also, too, Pastor, I'm looking forward to the church to help me celebrate my 75th birthday next year, Lord willing. The Lord willing. Thank you, Joe. To God be the glory. You know, that's a perfect segue in your recalling month by month, as you did, because I'm going to recall some things month by month now in the pastor's year in review. So wonderful. I, I like the way you're thinking, that you're looking for milestones in the goodness of God as you go through the year, and that's a good thing to discipline ourselves to do. So let me uh, give you just a perspective on the year in review for Calvary Bible Church. I'm not going to touch on everything. I couldn't possibly touch on everything. But uh, let me just start by month of January. Let me hasten to say the first couple months of the year, I can only comment from the Elliot's perspective in Pennsylvania since we weren't here yet. But So bear with me on that. Uh, so the month of January passed. Uh, my Bahamian work visa and the resident visas for Beth and JD were approved. And then during that month, you had the Word of God capably ministered to you by our own Randy Pierce, Craig Knowles, Patrick Rutherford, Pastors Wendley Fowler and Nicholas Rogers, Pastor Arnett, Pastor Emeritus Alan Lee, just to name a few. Meanwhile, up in Pennsylvania, uh, the Elliots enjoyed many bittersweet goodbye coffees and meals with dear friends from our uh, church there that we had the privilege to serve with for six and a half years, the Milford Bible Church. In February, 
our home in Pennsylvania uh, sold for 95% of the asking price in the dead of winter to people who were only the second people who went through it in months. That's God. Still in February, uh, roughly 45 persons from Milford Bible Church in Pennsylvania and some from the community around our house helped us to load a 40-foot-long shipping container that Brother Lindsay Pinder was such a huge help in organizing. They did so on a very cold day. Um, this Canadian admits it was a very cold day. The church had also booked a 20-foot-long sea vessel container along with the 40-foot, and this is what God did on that very cold day. We got phone call after phone call that the driver of the 20-foot-long sea vessel container couldn't get up icy hills in my neighborhood. And at first, we were all tending to worry and fret. And then it became clear that as they were loading the 40-foot-long sea vessel container, that it was going to be enough. We didn't need the 20-foot. And God, I believe, was preventing that truck from getting up those hills with the ice to our home because we would have had to pay for it then but the church didn't have to pay for the 20-foot-long sea vessel container because it wasn't used. We had, in February, many more bittersweet goodbye meals with dear friends, and then the sea vessel sailed from New Jersey to Freeport, Bahamas. Uh, during that time, Beth and J.D. flew direct to Nassau, and our dog, our 65-pound silver-black standard poodle, Yankee, who is smarter than me, uh, isn't hard, but he is. Uh, we flew from Newark to Fort Lauderdale. I've told you the story because the major airline said we don't have a trained handler to take a dog off the asphalt off a plane in Nassau, which I never knew you knew, need you need one, but they said, oh, we need one. So uh, we flew, Yankee and I flew, from Newark to Fort Lauderdale, and uh, we got off the plane there for a layover, and Yankee's in a big crate, and I'm walking through Fort Lauderdale Airport, busy airport, as you all know, and I hear, and you know you know your babies cry? You know your dogs cry, and that's my dog. And so I'm doing the O.J. Simpson through the airport, and I get to the crate, and these dear ladies that didn't know Yankee at all are all around his crate, and he's going, Oh, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. Ooh. So I get Yankee. He stopped, which is a picture of the way that we ought to be with Jesus, right? No one else but I would do for Yankee. No one else but Jesus ought to do for us, right? No one else. He's all we need. And so we flew, Yankee and I flew from uh, uh, Fort Lauderdale to Nassau. Boy, it was tougher to get him in the crate the second flight than it was the first. You gotta stuff this 65 pound dog in a crate. And uh, when I was talking to uh, Bahamas Air, Air Bahamas, about uh, this flight with the dog from Fort Lauderdale to Nassau, I said, so you have train handlers, you know, to get them off the plane? Train handlers? I said, yeah, do you have any train handlers to get the dog off the plane? Oh man, we're all trained. <laughs> <laughs> and we all got here. Praise the Lord. That was in February. <laughs> then we all took up a very pleasant and comfortable five-week residence with Paul and Denise and Michael Worrell there in Coral Harbor. They were such gracious hosts. And Willie, you taught us how to drive. 
and we appreciate that. In March, we were in the service on March the 1st, our first Sunday with the Incredible Body of Christ. And we happily that Sunday sat under the ministry of God's word provided in the morning by Craig uh, Knowles and then in the, in the evening by Pastor Frederick Arnett. What a blessing that was. And then on March 8th, the next Sunday, it was my first Sunday in the pulpit here as your pastor. And I remember the joy and the excitement in my heart and our hearts that I could preach Romans 11, verse 36. The title was Our Great God. Then I got in on the tail end of the IANA missions conference that focused on the persecuted church. Meetings were at ET and had the unexpected honor that Pastor Lee gave me to come up to close that uh, multi-congregation conference in prayer. And Pastor Lee was so kind to introduce me as the new senior pastor of Calvary Bible to all the delegates that were at that last uh, session. So gracious and kind. He's been so gracious and kind to me and my family. I thank God for the lease. Um, then we had Pastor Tommy Albury's retirement dinner in March, and the sea vessel container arrived and was unloaded at the parsonage on a very hot day by several hard-working Calvarites, and uh, we'll always be grateful for that. Moving on to April, we moved into the parsonage, and I just want to say it's beautifully well done. I hope that we can show it to as many of you as possible. Charlie Albury and uh, Nathaniel Edgecombe and others just poured themselves in mentally and physically, and many of you gave of your time and efforts as unto the Lord, and, and we are so comfortable, we are so grateful. You can be proud of that parsonage with a sanctified pride. It's updated, it's clean, it's comfortable, it's it's just great. I'll show you how good it is. When, when we moved in, I was trying to hail neighbors that were driving by just to get to know them, and one guy stopped, he said, who are you anyway? I said, I'm the senior pastor at Calvary Bible Church, uh, Rob Elliott. He goes, I thought you were with the U.S. Embassy, the way they were fixing this place up. <laughs> it's beautiful, and we don't take it for granted. It's a beautiful place to live, and we thank everybody who worked hard to do it, who gave money to do it. Uh, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We moved into the parsonage in April. Uh, same month, Pastor Lee turned Echoes of Calvary radio ministry over to me after 22 plus years of service to the Lord on the radio. Um, also, Brother Greg Sweeting, who was the host of Echoes of Calvary radio ministry for over 30 years, uh, felt led to retire. And, you know, we should thank him for that ministry. And then God has led us to do some reformatting of the radio broadcast. I hope you check it out. Uh, on Sunday mornings on ZNS, uh, 1050 a.m., 730 in the mornings. Uh, it's encouraging. I go around town and some people say, I know your voice. Uh, are you on the radio? I said, yes, Echoes of Calvary. Um, in April, we started a, a Bible question and answer night periodically. Uh, still in April, there was an installation service where Dr. Larry Moyer, our friend, and seminary professor from Dallas, Texas preached, and there was a beautiful installation reception that the women and the men worked so hard to cook beautiful food, to decorate the Earl Weech, and just to give us a, a warm, Bahamian, loving welcome. And we thank you so much for that lovely Sunday. And then still in April, I started an evangelism preaching series, messages both morning and evening. Moving on to May, uh, Brother Ralph Hanna and Sister Martha Pinder went to be with the Lord, 
And uh, we enjoyed a visit from our former pastor, David Cole, and his dear wife, Catherine, from England. Uh, still in May, a, a monthly prayer meeting for marriages and families began, and a separate monthly prayer meeting for the pastors of this assembly and spouses also began. In June, we had Vacation Bible School, capably led by Pastor Nicholas Rogers and his team. Mount Everest was the theme of VBS, focusing in on God's power. We had 130 children roughly involved in the VBS. And I just want to thank the youth of our church who served in VBS. It's very clear to all the pastors that except the youth stepped up to work in VBS, we couldn't have done VBS. So give our young people a hand. Still in June, Brenda Knowles, our sister, went to be with the Lord, and baby Alicia Clear was born. Um, I had to mention that because of the answer to prayer that her safe arrival has been. In July, we had something called the Fabulous Five Summer Bible Teaching Series in the Earl Weech. We looked at the book of Titus. We had a very strong attendance, uh, close to 100 uh, on average. It was something. And then in July, the youth ministry team went to Cat Island and helped them with VBS. Seven students and leaders went, including our son. And then still in July, the youth conference there in Daytona Beach, Florida, the Student Life Conference, where 19 attended. Still in July, the Worship Week Conference for our musicians in North Carolina, where they learned about multi-generational worship. And there was a very um, strong turnout at the Independence Day picnic at Nirvana Beach which was great fellowship and great food. I'm learning already by July that this church knows how to eat. In July, I started a preaching series verse by verse through Romans, and we have been preaching mornings and evenings in the book of Romans since. Still in July, Roy Parks went to be with his Lord, and we had a special offering for Syrian refugee believers that was well supported. In August, uh, baptistry repair quotes began, and War Room, the movie, debuted here in Nassau, and it spread from one theater to another. It was held over, I think, over seven or eight weeks. Uh, how many weeks? Eight weeks. Christian movie in a theater. God be praised. Um, August, Tropical Storm Erica. Also August, Diane Cash went to be with her Lord and Gloria Hamilton went to be with her Lord. September, Awana restarted with approximately 130 eager learners. We have 55 to 60 workers on a Wednesday or Tuesday night in Awana. We give a sandwich most Wednesday or Tuesday nights. We had Awana on Wednesday nights in other fellowship. Tuesday nights, most every Tuesday night, every Awana child gets a sandwich. Do you know why? Because a good percentage of those kids are hungry. There's no food in their houses or little food. So we give a sandwich, a simple sandwich to every child so no child feels centered out as being poor. And you, friends, you would think we were giving these children $1,000 when we give them a simple tuna sandwich. There's need all around us. And we need to give the love of Jesus to our neighborhood. I remember looking out my window one Tuesday night and there were about six children cross-legged in the parking lot, seated. They had no electronic devices. They were not arguing. They were not raising their voices. They were singing Awana songs. They were there one hour early because they're eager to memorize God's word and to be with adults that love them and have time for them. 
and to be with their friends. Awana is a tremendous program we need to support in prayer and any other ways we can. Um, in September, a new members class began, and we had a Rose Island youth trip. Charlie and Lindsay and Pamela and others really did a great job on that. October, there was, of course, uh, Hurricane Joaquin uh, and Charmiel Stirrup and her team did a bang-up hurricane relief job to all of the southern islands of the Bahamas. Unbelievable. Let's give the Lord credit for that. The October, the Christian Counseling Center had a cookout that raised a good amount of money. We had a young adult pizza lunch forum. Beth and I wanted to meet the young adults of the church. We served pizza and they came. We had about 30 young adults. We listened to what they liked in, the, in our ministry here as a church and what they maybe wanted and what they could see would be beneficial. And it was very helpful and I'm very glad there's so many young adults plugged in to Calvary Bible Church. They are the leaders of the future. Also, our new pulpit arrived in October, which is a big help to me. I like to spread out. A new ministerial began, uh, spearheaded by Pastor Cedric Moss. We have about eight to ten pastors that meet monthly for prayer and encouragement, and I look forward to that each month. In October, we had the men's retreat at Breezes and had the privilege of teaching God's Word to the men about courage. And then many churches... In October, we trained co-leaders, and then we launched 14 mini-churches. And now we have over 200 persons in these 14 mini-churches that will resume on January 10th. To God be the glory for that. Uh, we did I Still Do simulcast on building marriages with family life and Dr. Dennis Rainey. And, you know, I'll never forget that Beth and I came to the, for, toward the end of that simulcast Saturday, and at this table we... I signed some covenants of, of love for husbands and wives to pledge love to each other. And, and you know, uh, within days, one of those precious wives went unexpectedly home to heaven. If you're married, cherish your spouse. You don't have tomorrow guaranteed to you. You cherish your spouse. In days, she was with Jesus. Still in October, Dr. Tom Woodward, a very capable apologist, defender of the faith, filled this pulpit. And we had a Christian Counseling Center recognition Sunday with the message why we have a Christian Counseling Center. And also a new ministry started in October, the new ministry called Conciliation Ministry, which is to bring believers together with lawyers and trained Christian counselors, biblical counselors, to avoid litigation so that Christians will not take each other to court. Frankly, one of the most disappointing things in the Bahamas when I've been here is how many times I see Christians taking other Christians to court. It's not right. Thank God it hasn't happened in this assembly, but it's all around us. The conciliation ministry is to avoid that. November, the women's retreat in Florida. I'm told there was great Bible teaching, great fellowship, and great shopping. <laughs> Many a woman claimed their $300 exemption. <laughs> and Sister Crystal Underwood's birthday, 50th birthday, was celebrated there. Still in November, former pastor Maurice uh, Russell's uh, second wife, uh, after his first passed away, his second wife, Morag, went to be with her Lord in Canada. Also, Karen Pritchard went to be with her Lord. 
and half of the funds needed for the baptistry repair were donated in November. We're still trusting the Lord for the second half of those funds. And in November, the new members class concluded with five persons uh, qualified to join our assembly. December was a busy month. Uh, ten obeyed the Lord through the waters of baptism. We thank God for that at Montague Beach. Of those ten, six were youth. So we give thanks for that. Uh, I began a Christmas words preaching series, mornings and evenings, and still in December, 60 roughly folks from the incredible body of Christ assisted with the Adventure Learning Center's Christmas drive-through outreach. Approximately 200 cars went through that uh, event uh, as we assisted that time. We also had a very well presented and a very well received Joy Joy Christmas Cantata. The choir did an outstanding job and uh, brother music director Anthon Wallace is to be commended for that whole ministry, yes. Yes, I prayed it be standing room only and the Lord answered prayer. They were standing room only. We had a no room live manger scene with uh, we had that with uh, Vanria Jack and her drama team, and the, and the acting was outstanding. The message was clear. Some neighborhood uh, folks attended in our parking lot, and it was excellent. We had a youth lock-in. You've let them out by now? Have you let the kids out by now? Okay, good. We had a youth lock-in, and they are now released. Uh, we had a community walk-around where people walked around communities, a community um, up Collins Avenue, to invite them to the uh, Boxing Day Christmas meal. Do you realize that we invite certain communities every year? We don't uh, just focus on one community. We go, we rotate the communities. We walk around and invite folks too. Now, no one's gonna be turned away. So if someone's come from a community that's already been focused upon, they're never gonna be turned away. Um, and uh, still with December, Delano Higgs, our faithful handyman, uh, retired as he had some health issues. And that Boxing Day Christmas meal, that was new for our family. I'll tell you what, Teresa, Teresa and Vida, you guys are incredible. You know, calmness under fire, like turkey and ham and vegetables are flying around in nice styrofoam trays and people are getting fed. 500 meals were served. Seven nursing homes, the meals were delivered to saints and older folks in seven nursing homes. We took the food to them. What a beautiful uh, obedience to loving people with Jesus' love. Still with uh, December, we had the joy of worshiping God and celebrating Sister Violet Weech's 100th birthday. That was a precious time. And here we are tonight in a beautiful watch night service. God is good. He's been working. He's been moving. He's been accomplishing his flawless will and purpose because we're available, because we're willing, and we're attuned to him through his word uh, by his spirit. And I just want to remind you in an ongoing way in 2016, we have a Facebook page. You could like that Facebook page if you know what that means. <laughs> and it, it'll be good. And also we have a webpage, calvarybible.org.bs. A lot of things are going on on those social media things that are for God's glory. So check them out if you uh, need a little help. Maybe a younger person in your family can help you do that. 
Um, also, ongoing basis, we have um, year-round ongoing ministry with Operation In As Much, giving out uh, non-perishable grocery items, about, about 70 bags a week. And since the program has been started, close to 80,000 bags of groceries have been given out in Jesus' name. Is that good or what? Yeah. Plus, we know of several persons who have come to saving faith in Christ. Of course, the Holy Spirit knows of everybody who's come to saving faith in Christ this year in our ministries. And additionally, we have discipleship meetings ongoing with some new believers that you may not be aware that that's happening. And I'll just give you a bit of a teaser. This coming Sunday morning, there's going to be a big announcement of a brand new and an exciting ministry. So you want to be here this Sunday morning to hear that announcement. The year in review. God is good. God is very good. Let's sing together, shall we? Please stand with us if you're able to. At the end of Psalm chapter 13, the writer says, I will sing to the Lord because he has been good to me. Can you say that? I will sing to the Lord because he has been good to me. One more time. I will sing to the Lord for he has been good to me. Let's do that. Can I say thanks? How can I say thanks for the things you have done for me? Things so undeserved that you gave to put your love for me.
done great things. He has done great
your grace, Lord, for your tender mercy, for your faithfulness, Lord. Amen. 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 You may be seated. Just want to share a verse with you before we pray and dismiss. Psalm 139 is a great loving reminder that we do not walk into a new year with its unknowns without a loving Heavenly Father with us every step of the way. And he has said in his word at Psalm 139, verse 5, the psalmist says back to this wonderful Lord, you have enclosed me behind and before and laid thy hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is too high. I cannot attain to it. Would you stand with me? Lord, as we close this time of worship, as a people, we're grateful that we are yours. We are grateful that whatever the new year holds, that you hold the new year and you hold us, and that you are good, that you are wise. Dismiss us now, Lord, with a sense of great blessing to be your children, to be about your business and to be in the protective hand that you hold out to us. Lord, bless this congregation and make us to be a blessing. And we ask these things in Jesus' name and for his sake alone. God's people said... Amen.